Unstoppable Women. I am so excited about our guest today. She's been a friend of mine for a very long time, Rebecca Black hey. from Atlanta. Well, she's from the Tennessee. Well, you've been in the Tennessee area. Now you're in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And she is the CEO of Jambo Donates, Jambo's Donates. So mm-hmm. I always let my guests do their introductions because I butcher them. So, <laughs> oh, yes. So, you know, we all need to get used to tooting our own horn a little bit. And Rebecca, you've done okay. a lot for people. So you let just kind of give them a little background about you and how you got okay. to where you're at. Okay. Well, hi, I'm Rebecca. I'm the CEO here at Jambos. Um, I founded Jambos about um, four years ago. We're coming up on our fourth birthday at the end of this month. So um, we're a nonprofit organization that provides pajamas to kids in the foster care system. So um, I come from a sales and marketing kind of background. I kind of did the whole retail wireless when that was very hot um, button. And I, I loved that life. And like, I was making all the money, doing all the things, slinging phones. Um, but I just always knew there was a call in my life to um, to serve kids in the foster care system or kids going through adoption process or kids that are just kind of transitioning through that. Um, and so there were days where I was like, wow, I'm really hitting my sales quotas and rocking this world. But I was like really unfulfilled. And it was just time for me to kind of lean into that entrepreneurial spirit. Um, I was the little girl that made the friendship bracelets, had the lemonade stand in grandma's yard. Like that was me for sure. But, um, but I never really was an entrepreneur until I became one. Right. <laughs> Isn't that like everyone's story? Like I wasn't yeah. an entrepreneur until I, until I was, but you had so, the yeah. spirit of it. You had the spirit of entrepreneurship. Oh, yeah. Age, it was, right? yeah. Yes. It was in me. And I, and I always, I, I, I always knew it was there. And I can remember, I tell a little piece of my story. My mom and dad kind of were around the table one night dreaming up creating a a pajama business where they were going to be like a retailer, like a for-profit. Right. And I remember seeing my mom kind of come to life and like my dad was being creative and my mom was being creative. And I was like, I want to do that. Um, but again, you know, you kind of get lost in the ropes of corporate life and all the things. And you're like, okay, well, I work for the man. So let me just keep doing this. And so now, oh, sorry, my notifications are on. Um, so now I, uh, I took the leap and I left my full-time career to pursue ministry. And then after a full-time ministry career, I left that to now start Chambos. So here we are. <laughs> here you are. And you are yeah. killing it. I mean, I've seen this you. when you first started um, and the, the growing stages, and it is amazing. You have volunteers in there pretty much every day of the week. Is that right? Um, yeah. There were times where we will have volunteers, very high volunteer times. Um, I have a volunteer in the office with me right now. Um, but yeah, we host pajama rolling parties for families and kids. And, um, and then we, you know, host clubs and pageant girls and boy scouts and, and we give everyone an opportunity to give back to their community. And that's a really important piece of our culture. So yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And, you know, yeah. and you, we worked at a little history with me, me and Rebecca, we worked at State Farm together for a while. And then we reconnected. It was so crazy. We reconnected at an event about what, maybe almost two years ago, maybe uh, yeah. a year and a half ago, probably Yeah, back in Marcus yeah. again. And it's just funny how I think how God brings people back into your life and that are doing big things because, you know, you're doing your stuff and then I'm doing the Unstoppable Women. And when I started this podcast series, we have an unstoppable side. We, we started the unstoppable women interviewing, like just people that are making a difference, women that are making a difference and leaving their mark in the world. And I thought yeah. she's got to be on my podcast and <laughs> Lord, if the devil did not try to keep that from happening, girl, I know I've been crazy, but here we are, we're making it work up to yes. y'all today. So, uh, I want to kind of dig into what you were talking about the entrepreneur spirit, because there's so many people 
Um, and I've talked about this in my podcast before that are in a small town and there's nothing wrong with doing the nine to five job. There's nothing wrong with working for the, like you said, the man. However, sometimes we have that burning desire in some of us that just know that we're called to do more. Yeah. And that can be the scariest thing to step into that. The word that God has given me this year, you said it just a second ago. And I just, I love it. Cause it's like confirmation for me. It was lean in. And yeah. so you have to lean into your calling, lean into what's on your heart. And so many people are sitting here, maybe watching this podcast today, and they know they're called to do more. And we're not asking you to go quit your job and be reckless, but yeah, we're, we're, we're saying that if there's something on your heart that's burning and that you know that you're supposed to help somebody, you may be withholding a blessing by not leaning into where God has called you to be. And Correct. you took that leap of faith and I took that leap of faith and it is scary place to be sometimes, but by doing that, you're blessing other people. And it may not be an immediate result. It may be a seed that has to be planted and watered, but mm -hmm. you have done that and you have blessed so many children. Um, can you kind of tell us what was a changing point? Like, what was that calling? Like, what made you say, okay, this is it. I'm ready to, to go full, full time mm -hmm. with this. Well, first of all, I love lean in. Like, mm -hmm. that is amazing. Second of all, small town girls rule the world. So Absolutely. let's get that out of the way right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're right. I love to like remind folks, like, just because you're from a small town does not mean you're disqualified. So 100%. girl, get busy. Um, I grew up in a small town in Eastern Kentucky, um, was in Nashville area, which Murfreesboro wasn't a big, huge metro oh. area, but I uh, felt like it was compared to my small town I grew up in. And then now I'm in Atlanta. And um, I think number for me, something that was very encouraging along the way is my parents all, always encouraged me to get out, not like get out, don't come back, but like get out and experience, meet new people, always come home. It will always be home to me. But um, it was always a, a, a spirit of like meet new people, or get around new culture, see different things. And that's really, really important. Like, um, like without it, like you kind of can stay in tunnel vision a little bit. So um, number one, you got to lean into people. Relationships are really, I truly believe, I just said to a friend the other day, 92% of business success is because you are like engaging people, absolutely, um, inviting people um, and not necessarily like burdening people. You're inviting them to what you're doing. Um, and so that was, that was something that I really had to lean into. Um, number two, um, my volunteers talking on the phone right now. Okay. Number two, um, it's um, for me, I was, like I said, in a corporate setting for a long time. My dad, I remember I was 23 years old selling cell phones. And my dad was like, how did you make $120,000 selling cell phones? Um, and I'm like, I'm, I don't know. But then when, when I answered the call to ministry and went to work for a church, I realized like, oh my gosh, I'm taking a substantial pay cut here. Like there's no commission. There's no quota. There's no, right. and I was like, Rebecca, get out of your own way. Yes. Um, it takes a little bit, a lot of, um, humility, but like, let go of your pride a little bit. Gotta let go of the pride. Um, yes, yeah. Let go of your pride a little bit. And so then, you know, I was on staff at a church and, you know, making much less than I ever was. And I'm like, how did we get here? Um, and so the moment that I knew it was time was, um, the senior pastor was hosting a, um, all staff meeting. And he said, what does it look like for you to be a part of revival in this community? Hmm. And I was like, oh, well, hot dog. I'm, <laughs> like, are you kidding me? I work at a church. Isn't that enough? You know? Yeah. Uh -huh. And so I was like thinking to myself, you know, 
I know that my primary position on staff at that church was to welcome and engage first-time families, unchurched people, people right. who maybe had never even been to a church before. Right. But I felt the Lord really stirring in me. It's time to go get go get in the trenches with those people. Get the math. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when your life's a disaster, you ain't trying to go to church. No, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, you know what? Let me get. I come with mess. I come with baggage. We all Everybody do. Does. Let me go get in with them. Absolutely. And so that's really that's really where I took the decided. All right, I'm going to do this. Yeah. So. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like-minded people like that, that I think that mm-hmm. it's important. Like, and when you start, when you jump into that calling and you say, okay, this is it, God's going to bring you the, the staff, the people that are going to support you and put you in there when you say yes to your yes. Right. Yes. And even like with me, like, like friendships, like me meeting you and meeting, um, you know, Kara and all, all these other women that we just talked about that are strong into our lives. It's like, holy crap. Like, oh, this is amazing. Like God mm-hmm. is putting these people in my path for such a time as this, whether it's to have a conversation or whether it's to have them on a podcast or whether it's to do an event with them. Um, because everybody, like my motto is to leave people better than you found them. But also, you know, like you said, not everybody's going to go to a church, you know, right. Right. right? You have to, and Jesus wasn't like that in the Bible. Like he was out with amongst the people and that's how we show love because so many people have been hurt by church. I've been hurt by church. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and we need to show them that not everybody's that way. Like church, it, God is love. And we show love by the actions that we do to help people. And mm-hmm. so by you doing that, you have just totally taken that, that and put it into action for sure. So when you started it, um, where did you start? Did you start your house? Did you start? Oh, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, funny fact, um, it all started in my dining room. I was living with my parents and, um, I was like, I am just going to start with a one pajama drive. And what's weird is like, um, I quit my job. So let's back up a little bit. Um, I was on staff. I was in a job that I think anyone that was on staff with me there would say this was the perfect job for Rebecca black. Mm -hmm. Like she fit it. Um, I think one of the guys said like, if you chalk outlined the role, I fit perfectly in it. Um, so I was cozy. Like I was living my life, you know? And I had thousands of volunteers that were kind of intermingling with me on a regular basis. And it was just, my, I was in my wheelhouse. So when I went um, into the office with senior leadership and said, hey, um, I'm a single mom with $12 in my bank account and I'm going to reti- resign. Um, they all kind of looked at me with this like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but what? what? And yeah. so they were like, well, what are you going to do? And I was like, well, I think that I'm called to serve kids in foster care. And they were like, do you know anything about foster care? And I was like, no, but the Lord just made it real clear. And, um, they're like, okay, so clear that you don't know what you're going to do. Got it. And so from that moment, um, I went and I just started investigating foster care foster families, foster community, adoption agencies, uh, clothing closets. I talked to defects. I talked to social workers, anybody that would give me time. I just said like, Hey, can I ask you a question? (laughs) What do you need? And the need was always pajamas. They always, there were a couple other things. Like there were three high level things we always heard and it was pajamas. And so I went back and said, you know, it's pajamas. I'm going to start collecting pajamas. And so I hosted a pajama drive and that first pajama drive was 227 pairs of pajamas. Wow. And I was like, oh gosh, this is going to work. Yeah. I was like, oh, and, and my mentor, um, she said to me, what are you going to do when it works? And I didn't have an answer. I was like, I don't know. She's like, I might would figure that out. 
Right. So it was me and it was my mama and it was my kids and my dad in my living room. And we're rolling pajamas. You know, we had to move a thousand pairs of pajamas to put the Christmas tree up and, yeah. you know, families coming into town. My mom's like, get this stuff out of here. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it began there. And um, I think something that's, you didn't ask this, but I think something that's very important to yeah. hear is start where you are and use what you have. Absolutely. And, um, and you don't have to have it all perfect. And I was paralyzed by perfection. Yeah. I wanted perfectly branded boxes and perfect Rubbermaids and business cards and a website and perfect Instagram and, and because excellence, right? Right. But I just was reminded over and over, Rebecca, just start right here. Just start asking and just start inviting. And it was, it was beautiful, but buddy. I know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It, with, mm-hmm. it, with anything that you do, I mean, it's going to try to be attacked or it's going to try to be, you know, like it's not going to work or, you know, the, you know, I always say Satan loves to get in your head saying it's not going to work. You know, it, when, when you started and you don't get the results immediately, like you want it, because some oh, people will do right. that. Um, you, people quit, but you have to just keep going at it. And that there's going to be times that people are going to think that you're ridiculous for doing it. Well, how could you walk away from a job? You know, you're a single mom and same thing with me too. You know, I just made a transition, a big transition move, but by yeah. me doing that, I knew I had to do what I had to do to be in the position right. where I'm at now. Right. And so did right. you. And right. by doing that, it is a, it is a opening, a door opening for tons of blessings, more blessings. And so <laughs> what I love about that, what you said is, is that you just start. So many people mm-hmm. think it has to be perfect. They have to have this mm-hmm. blueprint of success mm-hmm. out. And that's not true. It's not true at all. Right. So right. Um, I, I love that. I love that. You just, you just where you're at, take what you have, <laughs> take the contact that you have and just get in the middle of it. So mm-hmm. if you're sitting at home and you're wondering how you start a nonprofit and you may not be a nonprofit, this could also go for a business. Yes. What would you yes. do? Yes. Um, you know, you have, for me, you have to know what you're passionate about. Because this is hard work, but when you're passionate about it, it doesn't feel like work. Right. So don't start a business for something that you don't care about. Like right. that would sounds ridiculous, but you'd be surprised. I have people come to me and say, I want to start a business. And I'm like, okay, well, what is it? And they go, I don't know. And I'm like, okay, well, figure that out. Yeah. Because if it's collecting pajamas or if it's making lip gloss or if it's branding t-shirts, I don't really care what it is, but you got to be the number one fan of what you're going to sell. Absolutely. And so um, if you don't know what it is, I mean, that's step one. Um, my other piece of advice is it's got to be so simple that like a fourth grader can articulate it Absolutely. because in our world, in our society, it's so fast paced, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, everything is going like this. And if your message is murky at all, mm-hmm. you're going to lose your audience. Absolutely. It has to be, we bring comfort to kids in foster care. We bring comfort to kids in foster care. If I've said it once, I've said it 100,000 times today. Mm-hmm. And, um, if you don't have a clear, clear message and you don't have, you're not the cheerleader for it, right. it's not going to work. Absolutely. You have to have the passion behind it. And, and like you said, oh, yeah. you live in a microwave society. I did a podcast yesterday about microwave society. So yes, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. you're good. And you're good. We love the volunteers are in there talking. Okay, I'm like, hi. <laughs> yeah. That means that people are in there working. Yeah. Those, those Can you kids. hear them talking? Cause it, I'm it, like, it, I have it like in. barely like a mumble in the background. Okay. I think it, yeah, I think it's okay. more than it is. Uh, so I'm like, good. I'm so sorry if you can hear her talking. <laughs> you're, good. you're so good. You're good. Just a little yeah. mumble in the background. But that's okay. That just means okay. people are in there working and folding yeah. and getting, getting We're busy in here. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that's all right. So, um, but yeah, I love it. It's the real, the raw. Um, yeah. But, 
so so they, they would go and do that. They would have a passion. They have to have energy mm-hmm. behind it. They have to have yeah. drive because, you know, you're going to get gut punched a few times with this guy. So just know yeah. that going into it. Right. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the payout is it's not just about money. The, the payout. Oh. is Listen, I don't set an alarm clock in the morning. Yeah. I get up and I love what I do. Yeah. There has been one day and it was after I had COVID that I was like, I do not want to go in that office. Yeah. And anybody that's been sick knows that's not, not, that's not, not reality. Right. right. So there, I love what I get to do and I love who I get to do it with. Um, that's another really important piece is when you're getting started, please find someone that is going to champion this with you. Yeah. For me, it was a prayer team. I went to a man who I felt like the Lord had put on my heart, but I didn't really even know him that well. And I just said, I I know that your prayer life is one that I admire and I know from afar you're someone who I look up to and would you be committed to praying over this mission and you know it, since then we've kind of lost we've kind of lost touch and whatever I saw him at church yesterday but like it's not like I'm like connected to him every Friday praying at noon right. but um, I know that he's prayerful around our mission and right. the people that you bring in to do this with you cannot be your closest bestie like we right. love her Right. But she's going to ask you to get wine at lunch yeah. and we love her, but like she's or him, but you can't go for those people. You have to go for someone you really respect. Someone's gifted really differently from you. Um, Mallory is with me, has been with me doing this from the beginning and she is yin and I am yang. Like we yeah. have, we cannot be any more different, but we need that. Yeah. And I think that a lot of times, especially women, because, you know, we like our, you know, we get a little emotional. We yeah. love that feel, feel. Yeah. I think that women can be like, I'm going to ask my best friend to do this. Yeah. No, don't do it. Can't do that. Can't do that. If you do bring a third high level acquaintance in yeah. with you, because, um, because you need the accountability and the push from someone different. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I like that. And then if you're wanting, we talked a little bit about this before. There's so many people that have ideas for nonprofits. Now you, if you're at home and you're watching this and this is a business, that's not a nonprofit, this is a nonprofit business. Unstoppable is going to be a 501c3 as well. Okay. So there is other businesses that does not have to have that, 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 you know, we're talking right now about just being an entrepreneur and focusing on your dream and what you're called to do. If you have a desire to be a 501c3, Rebecca, can you kind of give them an insight about how to go about getting started on that? Because that is a process, yeah. but it's worth yeah. it in the end. It is a process. And let me disclaimer, this is not legal advice. No, right? exactly. So I don't, exactly. this is just in my experience, what I found along right. the way that I needed to do. But um, obviously, not obviously, I didn't know. So not obviously, but when you're beginning, um, you're going to create bylaws. You're going to invite um people to be on a board with you. You cannot be a 501c3 without a board. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, it's like a board, you know, board of directors. What the heck is that? So I'm <laughs> like, you're Googling, like, how do you build a board? And again, um, when you're doing that, you have to be very mindful and very intentional with who you bring on. Now, when I started, I started with a working board. So Mallory and then another um, friend of ours, more Mallory and Christy are really good friends. I just kind of knew them from church, right? So Christy was our secretary, Mallory was our treasurer, and then I was the president. Um, And you got to have an odd number because you're voting, right? So, um, so find a board. Um, and I really recommend that those people um, be people who are passionate about your organization or about your mission. They also need to be somehow tied into what you're doing. Um, you know, 
I, I look for folks who come with a certain skill set um, that can speak into areas of our business. Um, I have a girl on our board. She owns a marketing firm, and that's an excellent piece. Right. You know, she speaks into you know our mission and, and articulating that messaging. And then you know, I have a kind of vice president C Swedish guy that he gives business advice and those types of. You got to be very intentional. Finance guy. Uh, or girl, um, but you just um, you just got to build that board, and then you got to build out your bylaws, and from your bylaws, then you can um, get your 501. Uh, we incorporated Jambos, so it's Jambos Inc. Um, but I'm pretty certain it can be an LLC, whatever entity, whichever right. way you decide to go. Right. But the bylaws and then the 501c3 is, um, it's a little bit of a bear. I'm not going to lie. That paperwork is a lot. And honestly, if you don't know what the heck you're doing, then admit it. Yeah, it's hard. Like figuring out all that is hard. Hire an attorney, host yourself a little fundraiser, sell mm -hmm. some t-shirts. That's what I did mm -hmm. and hire somebody to do it right. because, um, you, the very thing, the very last thing you want is the IRS. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> out a good deed that you're trying to do, right? There you go. I know, I'm just out here doing the Lord's work and here's the IRS on my tail. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Not today. Yeah. Not today. Yeah. yeah. Not today. Satan. Not today. Satan. Not today. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Well, so, that, yeah. I appreciate all that and all of your intel in this. And I, like I said, I know you're busy. How can people oh, yeah. in the area come to you to help out with the pajama rolling or donations or yeah. what? Yeah, absolutely. So a couple of things. Um, nationwide, we have um, opportunities for people to be a part. So if you're in Nashville or Kentucky or New York City, I don't really care where you're at. Uh, we'll get you all of the things that you need to host a pajama drive, um, all the boxes, marketing collateral, signage, everything you need. And then it's our heart to give back to the community they come from first. So if you um, host a GMA drive, in your community, then we build relationships there. So that's number one for people all over the world now. Wow. Um, number two, if you're in the Atlanta area and you're looking for volunteer hours or an opportunity to give back, our um, our warehouse is located in um, Buford. And so folks come in just like Joyce today, folks are here rolling the pajamas and preparing them to go out to the kids um, in the foster care system. And then of course, um, as any nonprofit is always looking for funding, um, we do have a monthly donor program um, that we invite people to be a part of. $30 a month serves three kids a month. And oh, wow. um, yeah, and so three kids get new jammies every month that you donate. So starting at $30, but listen, if you're trying to write big checks, I'm not mad at you, so come on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> come on we're the whole so, whole unit here yeah. Yeah, there we go. um but yeah follow us on instagram follow us um on facebook it's jambos donates on all the social media channels and then our um our website is jambosdonates.com so yeah. Um, that's great guys get plugged in tell your friends tell your youth groups whatever if you're a youth group on here this would be something great for you to come and do in the yeah. summer or host something in your community as well um yeah. this is this is something that is definitely changing the lives of these these children it is a mm -hmm. terrible process a lot of these children i don't know if you under, know this or not they're ripped out of their homes in the middle of the night they don't have pajamas and that's why that is a, a huge need, even something basic as pajamas for these children. Yeah. So yep. um, I'm a huge advocate for foster care and or for foster and parents that are doing that, but also to give back to the kids that are in there because their their whole yeah. worlds are shaking. And yeah, any bit of stability for them is a is a blessing. So Rebecca, yeah. thank you so much for your oh. heart to serve and to love. Of them course. Up. But of course.
Thank you for having me. This was so fun. Can we do it again? We Let should. me go. When I write my children's book, I'll come on and we'll talk about the book. <laughs> book and then we're going to have some unstoppable women's events. We're going to have to have you come on and speak at. Yes, you please, here first. I love that. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Awesome. Well, you thank guys, you so much. Thank you. You guys stay tuned with our next episode and we are excited to have you guys uh, back for another one soon. Thanks so much. Thanks, Rebecca. Yeah. Unstoppable.